Okay, good morning everyone. Boker Tov, please help yourself to some uh, coffee and refreshments. I want to thank, as always, our sponsor for the year of our 10 Minutes of Meaning, our dear friends, Chani and Lenny Grunstein, in memory of Chani's father, Mr. Aaron Tambor, Aaron Ben Yitzchak. We are up to the 11th chapter of Mesila Sisharim, the Ramchal has been helping us chart a path forward about how to live our best lives yet, how to be our best selves, how to achieve our maximum potential, how to every day live with pride that we have lived each day to its fullest. So Perak Yud Aleph, chapter 11. We're up to the quality of Nikias. First we spoke about Zahiris, how to live a life of mindfulness and coffin, caution, not coffin, and conscientiousness. I haven't had my coffee yet. And conscientiousness, how to be present in every thought, in every speech, in every action, how to ensure that we are representing the best of ourselves in all that we do. Then the second meet to the second character trait, says the Ramchal, once we have trained ourselves, regulated our mind to be present and thoughtful in all we do, now Zrizus, we can unleash our passion and our enthusiasm, our energy and our zeal, which brings us up to the third character trait of Nikias, which the Ramchal has defined as trying to eliminate or purge the inappropriate temptation, urge, appetite, not to confront them and overcome them, but to eliminate them altogether. The details of this quality are many, and they're complicated. Just like all of our 365 negative commandments, we have 365 rules and regulations we wake up every day, things to avoid. Not because the Rebona Shalom, not because the Almighty is trying to deprive us of any happiness, the reason those 365, he says, they're all bad for you. They're dangerous for you. They will take the life out of you. They will damage relationships. They will curb your growth. They're negative. They're impediments and obstacles and pitfalls. So wake up every day and realize those 365, the negative commandments, they're not there to deny us or deprive us of anything. It's the opposite. It's how to eliminate the pitfalls in our life so that we can go forward achieving maximum results. So within each of those 365, it's to try to master them. How can I master my discipline of eating? How can I master my punctuality and my time management? How can I master and regulate my speech? Not to say hurtful things, foolish things, self-destructive things, things that will sabotage my own relationships or success. How can I master what I look at with my eyes or where I go or what I do? When it comes to any negative urge or appetite, the Yitzhahara works overtime. That drive is a master manipulator. It knows how to convince you. It knows how to rationalize to you. It knows how to distract you. Most significantly, as we're reading in the Parsha Shmos, the same methodology of Paro, who overwhelmed our sense of burden and pressure. When you have no margin or space to think, then you have no energy or discipline to conquer. The more you feel overwhelmed, and the more you feel as if everything's collapsing, the less space, the less energy, the less strength or courage you have in order to confront what you need to. Some of the 365, frankly, not so hard. I don't struggle daily with the prohibition of Eivr Menachai. I wake up every day, and I've yet to be tempted to eat a limb off a live animal. So far, so good. 
not one of my Yetzirahs, I'm okay. Even murder, as much as I'd like to murder some people in my life, I would never murder them, it's in theory. So I don't wake up daily and I don't struggle with taking a sharp instrument or a weapon and killing anyone. So we can already cross a significant number off the 365 that frankly, they're not Bab Cheshbon, they're not part of our daily temptation or the Yetzirah, they're not one of our demons. But there's a whole long list of those that are. They are daily, daily struggles. And our rabbis identified two areas where any healthy, vibrant, dynamic, living, breathing human being has a daily struggle with these two areas. And they are gezel, not stealing, honesty, integrity, and darayas, promiscuity, lewdness, licentiousness, not to be looking at or saying profanity, images or ideas. So let's start with stealing. So you'll look at me and you'll say, I don't wake up every day and, and I'm not tempted to put my hand in someone's pocket and take their wallet. I don't steal their pocketbook. I don't break into their car or their home. So that's not really my thing. I don't really struggle with gazel. I don't really struggle with stealing. Says the Ramchal, that's not true. Rov b'nei Adam, most of us, almost all of us, every day, barely make it through a day without stealing. We're not going to put our hand and take someone else's possessions. But nevertheless, we taste this prohibition. We flirt with the line of this prohibition. When we are taking advantage, we say, no, no, business is different. In business, all bets are off. So do you know that if you falsely advertise, if you exaggerate the promotion of your product or your service, you overpromise when you know you'll underdeliver. You've stolen from your customer, your client. You've stolen from the other party. Do you know that if you bill and you round up for the hour that you're billing, when the truth is you took three phone calls, two bathroom breaks, surfed the web a little bit, checked how much the Red Sox cheated and should be eliminated from baseball, and then you came back to do your work and now you billed for the whole hour. You're a ganav. You're a cheater. No different than the people who you were reading the news about. You think, oh, business is different. No, business, I can be ruthless and relentless. Business, I can cut corners. And somehow, we even reinforce that notion when we make that person feel like, oh, that's a shrewd business person. They really negotiate well. They're really persuasive. They're a phenomenal salesperson. You're not a salesperson, you're a thief. You're a cheat, you're a liar. You're stealing another person. Not if you're persuasive, if you're charismatic, they're wonderful qualities. I'm also in the sales business. I'm selling a different product, I'm selling different Torah. I'm also a salesperson, that's my line of work as well. Nothing wrong with being in sales. But you have to be honest, you have to be truthful, you have to be transparent. And when you lie, and when you distort, and when you bend the truth, you've stolen from the other person. You know, if you put something on social media, you post it online, and maybe you've misrepresented your vacation in Yeshiva week. You've misrepresented whatever you're trying to promote. You've misrepresented a truth. You've stolen. Geneva's da'as, more precious, more, more of a commodity than someone's resources, is our thinking, is our knowledge, is what we believe about others. And when we misrepresent by exaggerating a story we tell or by distorting a picture we post, then we've stolen. We've stolen. We don't have integrity. It's the Geneva's das of the other. 
if it's back to school time and you go home with pencils and notebooks from work because it's a lot easier, more convenient, and less expensive than going to Office Depot, then you've stolen. In the old days, they talk about long-distance phone calls or uh, still the copy machine for personal copies. So most people, says the Ramchal, concedes, you're right. Who's going to go and stick their hand in someone else's wallet, steal their pocketbook, break into their home? I'd like to believe there's no one in this room that would ever even conceive or be tempted to do that. However, there are areas each and every day that we excuse or dismiss or even are proud of that in business we think that we've uh, succeeded when in fact what it took to do so was a gross not only violation of Hashem's Torah and laws, it was a gross violation of the trust of others. We have many, many biblical prohibitions when it comes to this area. These are all distinct areas. What is fair competition? How do you price vis-a-vis your competitors? How do you market or promote vis-a-vis your customers and your clients? How do you represent the truth? How do you, what are fair terms to offer in terms of not pressuring or pressing people to pay or pay in a timely fashion, and so on. The, the area of business is fraught with potential significant moral and halachic pitfalls. But you know, we define someone as observant if they keep Shabbos and if they keep kosher. But what about how scrupulous they are in business? We spend time learning Hilcha Shabbos and Kashras and starting the new cycle of the Dafyomi. But are we immersed in learning the laws of Choshen Mishpat, honesty and integrity in business to make sure that we're avoiding these very dangerous areas? And so Rov Begezel, many or most people struggle in this area, not the explicit, but the implicit violations in this area. And therefore, says the Ramchal, it requires a high degree of mindfulness and an emphasis to be able to achieve a level of Nikias. Mr. Shem will pick up with it next week.